doing that, we especially prefer that to testimony. They know. Jesus went back and they said, listen, this, 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 is, this, this is Joseph's son. He was born out of wedlock. Of course, we know he was. He was born of a virgin. But the testimony they had a hard time reaching people in Nazareth. And the uh, Bible says in chapter 14, and uh, word came to him that John the Baptist had uh, beheaded. He was dead. Of course, John the Baptist was a cousin. John the Baptist was a co-worker. If Jesus had a, probably a close friend in the ministry, it would have been John the Baptist. It was a different all day. And the Bible says that when Jesus heard that, he went out and, and into the desert to pray. And uh, I don't have time to here, we'll maybe talk about it a little bit later. Thank God the pastors have a chance to get away. Uh, pastors on call 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. He may be on the East Coast, but I, I can guarantee you that after, after 50 years in ministry, I can guarantee you that his mind today is on this church. He's, he's thinking about you. He, he may be on the East Coast, but his heart is here. Yeah. You don't just turn it off. You know, ministry is the place where you punch your time clock in in the morning and punch it out in the evening. You, you live your ministry around the clock. Jesus needed to get away, and if Jesus needed to get away from ministry, how much more so a pastor needs to get away. You pray for him. The devil will want to destroy his home and his ministry. He needs your prayers. Jesus went out, but the frogs followed him. The Bible says the multitude followed him to the desert. And about 5,000 men, not counting the women and children. Those are 5,000 men. And there's women and children. I don't know how many women followed him, but probably let's say there's 5,000 women. If there's 5,000 men, 5,000 women, how many love that you speak to? There's a bunch of them. And they come to the end of the day, and here comes the disciples, and they say, they don't have any food. Well, they have a bunch of Baptists. They want them to eat. You know, they don't have a lot left here. They have to eat. They have to eat. They have to eat. And uh, just like Baptists, nobody thought about feeding. Nobody thought about eating. But go call the preacher. How are you going to feed us? What are you going to do about it? And the preacher says, said, uh, well, does anybody have any food? Well, we've got, we got five loaves and two fishes. <laughs> What's that among so many? How are we going to feed? Maybe 10,000, maybe 15,000 people. How do you always do this? Jesus says, I don't know. He always has a plan. Yeah. Set him down. He's about order. Put him in groups. He feeds him. Then we come to our chapter 14. Don't our text. Notice uh, verse 22. It says, let's, let's, let's stand and take, if you feel up to it. If you read from God's inspired, that will be preserved here. The Bible says, and straightway Jesus, after he fed these men and women and children, says, and straightway Jesus constrained. By the way, that word constrained means physically forced. That's an interesting word. He, constrained his disciples to get into a ship. They didn't want to leave him. They, they wanted to stay with him. In fact, another passage of the scripture says they wanted to leave him. 
and strained his disciples to the ship and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up to a mountain apart to pray. Well, he went to the desert to pray. The crowds had followed him. Now he's going to go to a mountain. He's going to try to find a place to pray. Thank God for the mountains. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. He finally found some time to just get over with the Lord. By the way, if Jesus needed to get alone with his father, how much more so we need to go to his But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, and the wind was controlled. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And the disciples saw him walking on the sea, and they were troubled. I reckon. <laughs> That's an emotion. <laughs> Saying it is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, what Jesus just said is him, don't he? That's in the margin as well. Bid me to come unto thee on the water. Verse 29, and Jesus said, Come. I like this. Verse 29, and when Peter was come down out of the ship, here's the phrase I want you to see. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink and he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Good God. I wrote that. <laughs> And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said unto him, O thou more faithful for this family. And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased, and they were in the ship, came and worshipped him, saying, O truth, thou art the Son of God. This is the word of God. God bless this message. And we are just in the same way. Say the things that God wants to say. We were able to say that which would make a difference in our lives this morning. We are thankful for the opportunity to preach it once again. I hope not to take it for granted. I hope not to be arrogant to plan for it. I hope not to be clear that we say absolutely just the way to myself in Jesus' name. You may receive it. And they took a neighbor came with them and 
they got out in the pond, the three of them, and, and uh, they were fishing for, uh, for a while. And uh, uh, one of the boys, the preacher's kids, uh, said, uh, I, I, I'm hungry, I need some sandwiches. And I uh, left him in the car, and he jumped out of the boat, and he, he supposedly walked across the, 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 the pond there, out of the water, into the, the car, and got a lunchbox, and got some sandwiches, and walked back across the pond, and got in the boat. And uh, that neighbor did just sit there and all looking at it. He just, he, he never seen anything like that in his life. And uh, of course, he went along for the other, you know, brother, and uh, said, I'm thirsty. And why didn't you bring that six-pack of soda? And uh, so he jumped out of the boat, and he also crossed the top of the water, and moved the car, and got so he didn't go back. And neither did him again, just mouth open, and just shocked. He didn't know the out. Done, so he said that I, I, I need to use the bathroom, I need to use the road. So he, he jumped out of the boat and was just immediately, he was like, the water. And uh, the one brother looked at the other brother and said, the stone we should have where the stones are. <laughs> and, uh, if you know where the stones are, it's amazing what you can do. Uh, as, as Christians, aren't you glad God shows us where the stones are? We do an awful lot of things that we have to know that we have to wait for God will provide us with some stones to walk There's a, a lot of amazing things God's people get to do in the Christian life. As we look through the scriptures, there's a lot of amazing uh, journeys and walks that God's people have done. It may not always been, uh, you know, exactly water walking or Peter or as you study the Bible, there's just some amazing walks. I was a lot to say about walking, walking with God, walking with Jesus. And I would talk about some commandments. If you're just, you know, live by faith. And I would talk about walking, not by walking by, by, by sight, but walking by faith. I would say, you want to walk in the light. It's easy in the light. You want to, to walk the narrow path. You have to be careful about walking and walking his steps. Uh, I got to think about some, some amazing journeys and walks that people have taken. We have to go to Genesis. And uh, very early accounts. I would have to find Adam and Eve in the Galilee. And Bible says in the cool of the evening, after God placed on you, then you run. Jesus would come walking during the Bible. And uh, you after the fall, he was walking looking for the Lord. He said, Adam, where are they? And uh, Adam had to confess to the forgiveness. And uh, before the fall, can you imagine, in the evening, every evening, what it must have been like for Jesus. I believe it was Jesus. And the uh, person to Jesus would come down in the garden. And walk with Adam and Eve, and they fellowship before sin corrupted this place. I know that that's not necessarily what the songwriter had in mind, but uh, you musicians, songwriters, and stuff, I can't help but think, I always think of this song when I think about Adam and Eve and brother, brother Jesus. And he walks with me, and he talks with me. He tells me I am his own, and the joy we share is in 
Just, just settle it today. 
in your own life. I think about some other decisions, some other walks. Jack's going to do what James would do. One of my favorite stories talks about Ashley Abraham's. And he had a son on him, and he dies it. God told Abraham, said, Abraham, Abraham, take thy son, and I know my son. Take him to the place that I say, it's going to be too wild. It's a place that the temple will eventually be built. It's a place of power. It's where Jesus will be crucified. It's going to take my son, and I'm going to offer them as a sacrifice in the hands. You know the story, we need to do that. Abraham took Isaac, took him to that mountain, they started up that mountain. We got about halfway up the mountain. Isaac, I went, by this time, Abraham's well over 100 years of age. And if you do a little bit of math, I'm kidding. Isaac was probably somewhere around 24 or 25 years of age. If Isaac didn't want to obey his father, he could have easily just said, Old man, Yeah. 
where they talk about how the children of Israel walked across the Jordan River and water parted. We can talk about how Joseph, I mean, that Joshua and the, said to the, 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 the children of Israel, let's march around the, the, the city of Jericho seven times in seven days. They, Follow the leadership. Follow the leadership. The leadership says, march around. And that's it. What are we going to do the next day? March around. What are we going to do the next day? March around. What are we going to do the next day? March around. That's it. That's how we walk. What are we going to do the seventh day? March around seven times. What are we going to do there? What are we going to do
higher walk, to the tree to walk with. Be careful who you choose to walk with. And rather you choose to walk with the government. You choose the right people to walk with. Make sure your friends, the godly friends, godly people that you walk with. We could go on. We go to the New Testament and we can talk about some others. I think about that. And uh, I had a preacher that commanded 
35 cents a week for paper. And uh, in order to pay for that paper, he made me come to his house and collect that 35 cents. There was weeks that I would take out of my pocket to pay for that paper, so I didn't have to go to his house and collect that. I hated going to that rich's house. So he made me come in and sit down at the table, and he poured a glass of milk, and he put two chocolate chip cookies on the table. And they eat those cookies, drink the milk, and eat books to be about a sandwich. One week he said, uh, on a Sunday night, he said, we're taking all the teenagers to Fort Dodge, Iowa, to, to a youth rally. And a few of them go. So now, uh, after the youth rally, we're going to go out to a restaurant and eat, and you can order anything you want to eat. For the rest of my memory, I've never been to a restaurant. I've never been out to a place like that. And uh, I thought that's a good reason. I went not for the news, I went to work so I could go out to work for the news. Lord, if there's 
or two or three. It does not know you, so you're here today with the day of salvation. And Father, maybe there's those, like the prodigal son, that maybe they just come back. Maybe there's no one here to meet like the prodigal son's father, who needs to come and pray.
There we go, that's better. Sometimes we don't have that feeling of assurance. And sometimes it's just a matter of getting back close to God that brings that assurance. But we established uh, last night that uh, both Angel and Phoenix are being saved. 